You know, one of the best things uh, about the pandemic um, that I've I've really enjoyed is the dress code has relaxed <laughs> and changed. Uh, uh, so typically, you know, we do real estate uh, for our day jobs, uh, and typically it's slacks, jacket, button up, tie, tie, tie. Usually, like I don't know, one or two oh, days. We started a week. off tie. Oh yeah, Dude, every, every day we started every off tie. suit and tie. Yes. yes, every day, and we yeah. look like a bunch of squares. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> really? so Call so I've got speak for yourself. I got a closet full of dress shoes that haven't been worn <laughs> in like nine months. But uh, you know, one of the things I, I do enjoy that I do enjoy being able to wear it. Right now, I'm wearing a lot of like jeans, cowboy boots, whatever. Um, but it it also posed the question: Is that say, a good thing? Did you say you like getting dressed up? I do not oh, like. Okay. I, I enjoy not having to get dressed right. up. But I I wonder if that's a good thing. Because is am I relaxing in how I'm presenting myself? Because especially in, in the industry that, that we're in in commercial real estate, it's typically very buttoned up. Commercial real estate is like on the same level as like attorneys and bankers, mm-hmm. right? You always wear suits. Like that's what it is. But there's a reason. There's a reason that you uh, want to put on you know, a nice suit, wear nice shoes, uh, because perception really is reality from your clients. Mm -hmm. Um, and so my question here is, is it get away from, from real estate, but how important is your, um, presentation of yourself? How Mm -hmm. important is how you carry yourself into a meeting? How important is it? Or is it just strictly, can you deliver? Can do you have the skills? Do you have the talent? Do you have the ability? Or and 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 I want to I want to frame this around talking to a twenty two year old just right. getting out of college, uh-huh. right? You wear sweats to class, not a big deal. You're coming out. Is it imperative that you go suit and tie every day? Is it you know why is that first impression you give so important? And why is it so important to carry yourself a certain way? Because I think you have to look at, first of all, you know who you're presenting to. That's one. Know, know, know the, the, the person or company that you're walking into the meeting with. And, and let's, let's clarify when you say presenting to. Yeah. Not pitching business. No. Not If no. you are having an interaction Yes. You are presenting to them. Yes, because the first thing they're going to see is your, the presentation that's walking through the door, not whatever you have yeah. in your, your laptop. Yeah. So the presentation that's walking through the door is your image, yeah. who you are. So as if it's me and I'm a business owner, which I am, the first thing I'm going to say is I'm going to look at you. I'm going to square you up and see, okay, what's he look like? He or she look like, are they presentable? And it's almost like the, the dating game. And we can go back to, yeah. I think we were all single at some point outside of Ben. But we were all single at some point. Y'all look here. You've always been married, dude, since you were oh, eight, probably. That went over my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you were in the dating game, what's the first thing you noticed about the girl you were chasing? 
how she looked. How she looked. You weren't even thinking about her character. Her or character. Or, <laughs> yeah. You had no idea. You're just like, hey, she has a banging body. She's fine. She's rude. She, she fine. Yeah, exactly. And that's the first thing. So that's the first thing you're going to notice about anyone yeah. is how they're dressed. If, if I have a, someone walking in, and it's a guy, and he's walking in, and his pants are back or sagging off his ass, and his shirt is unbuttoned. He can tell he hasn't combed his hair or done done anything with his face. face is all yeah, scruffy. All, yeah, look, man, am I going to take him serious? And why? Because I'm because I, I I'm not going to take him serious because he's not taking himself serious. Yeah, he knows he's coming into a meeting yeah. and he's asking for something yeah. of me, right? Yeah. Then why would I take him serious if he can't take himself? You can't take serious? those details. Yes. Like the smallest, the little yeah. things. I think it's, I think it's the ultimate. I think it's really important for us to really take a hard look at ourselves. If we're asking of someone else, whether it be you know as a young business owner, or an entrepreneur, or if you're raising, trying to look for money, or raising money, or if you're looking for a job or whatnot, understand who you're presenting to, mm-hmm. and understand the first. The first impression is a, a, an everlasting impression because you may only have one shot. Yeah. And your one shot better be I'm buttoned up. I look good. I'm presentable. Now, if, if down the line, if things have changed and you've gotten gotten yourself in the door and it's a relaxed situation, then I get it. I get it. Whatever the protocol is for the yeah. business. But that first impression, you better be, you better look the part. Yeah. yeah. The, the phrase I think of is details matter. Yeah. And so, yeah, you can probably still do the job and you may just be super impressive, but the details matter. How you shave your face, how you comb your hair, what do you wear in that first interaction? I think of a, when I first started with the real estate firm we work with, we actually won a piece of business because the previous group had done this big, you know, uh, in-depth financial model and financial analysis. They had forgotten a decimal place and it totally changed the whole model and mm-hmm. they didn't catch that. That's a one little point that completely changed the entire model. So this group gets fired, we come in. That's a detail mm-hmm. that may not seem super significant in the grand scheme of all this work that we've done for this company. But that one little screw-up is what did them in. Mm-hmm. And so I think about my time in a management role. That's the first, you know, I, I interviewed hundreds of people as, as, a, as a management of trainers. That's the first thing I would notice. How does this person walk into the gym? How does this person dress? What does their hair look like? Now, they could be a great trainer, but as a trainer, you're presenting yourself every single day. You're a walking billboard. Yeah. So if you're out of shape, you're overweight, you're not dressed appropriately. That doesn't attract anybody. Mm-hmm. What you're looking for is being attractive, right? Not just in a physical sense, but mentally, subconsciously, mm-hmm. you're attracted to people that take care of themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's vital that that's what you're thinking about in every first interaction that you have. That's right. That's right. And I even think, and this is, this is going to come off probably very shallow and superficial, um, but even <laughs> think about the movies you watch. Think about the TV shows you watch. Not that you're, you know, I'm only watching things with like good looking people, but there's a, there is an instant attention grabber if the starring actor is a good looking person, right? And I'm not saying you have to be a good looking person to be successful. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, are you presentable? Are you there? Like you said, like in a way, because, okay, maybe I'll have, I'll give you 
two more sentences to impress me with your knowledge Mm -hmm. because you came in and you're very polished in your setup as opposed to, you know, some broker, young broker walking into your office and, you know, he's got an untucked shirt, he's got tennis shoes on and he's got jeans. Like, dude, I'm not going to take you serious. Yes. But you come in polished, ready to go. Your hair is done. You've got your, you know, your materials ready to go. Like, all right, they're, they're at least polished. Let me hear what you have to say. Mm -hmm. And to me, like it's, that's not gonna. That's not gonna make you successful, but it's gonna give you the opportunity yeah. to be successful. You know, perfect example of that I had lunch with a, a college student the other day. He's this would be his last semester, and I'm nobody within the company, right? I'm just a junior person myself, and he just wanted to have lunch. We have a, a mutual friend in, in common, and and he showed up to lunch with me in a suit and tie, mm-hmm. with his hair combed, with his face shaved. This is a college kid. Yeah. And he asked great questions. It was so impressive to see the mentality he took in that interaction with a nobody. Because I know he's in, if he's doing that with me, yeah. I know he's going to do that with people way right. more important than me and right. who actually make real decisions. Mm-hmm. And that just shows to, to his character. It just said so much about I didn't even know anything about him before that conversation. But just seeing him initially, I knew, okay, this kid gets it. But it's the point. You never know who you're presenting to That's because right. of how he presented himself to you. You now, if someone asks you about him, like, dude, you need you need to have a conversation with him. Like, he was impressive because of the whole package that he put together and that first impression that that he made for you. My my next question though is, I think the, the big argument, right, and especially from like the millennial generation mm-hmm. down, I knew you were gonna go there. Yeah, I knew is, you yeah, were we going sound like there. a bunch is of it, photies, right? Yeah. But is that fake? Right? Yeah. Are you are you faking it? And is it not authentic, right? And we Fake. talk about being authentic, right? Yeah. By wearing a really nice suit. Mm-hmm. Because the suit doesn't make the doesn't make the man. You know, that's the right. dress doesn't make the woman. And that's true, hundred percent. So so how do you balance that argument as far as like you know what? oh man, everybody knows you're broke as hell. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Hey, that yeah. nice suit doesn't Cause, hide. Yeah, because there's plenty of examples of crappy people that present themselves. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So it's uh, not an end all be all. No, yeah, that's not, not what this conversation not, is. No, but you know what? What's that term we always use? You better fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. That's you right. got to fake it till you make it, man. Because again, first impression is everything. When you get in the door, if things change, and then that's the case. And however, you, however you take yourself serious, or However, the boss or whatever, if they take you serious by your dress, then, then you've, you know, you figure that out. But if we're talking about perception in their, that first meeting, then being presentable and just having an image of an image of success means a lot. And most of the guys who are hiring today aren't your millennials. So I'm talking to those that are coming out of college I'm talking to those who are 25 years old. I'm talking to those that are in their 30s and they're becoming young entrepreneurs and they're looking for money and they want to raise. Well, look, I'm a guy that's an investor and I invest in a lot of startup companies or whatnot. And if I meet with a young and I'm 51 years old, right? So you're coming to me as an investor, then I need to see something. I'm not going to, I'm not, if you're sloppy and you just show up, you might be Mm -hmm. the brilliant in what you do. But that first impression is, hell no. Yeah, talk to that. Talk to that young yes. kid because you you had you do have a perspective and an experience that yeah. we that Tyler and I don't. So, as a business owner, as an investor, what's a practical thing that a young kid could do if he wanted to come meet with you and, and get you to invest in his company? Do his research. 
come come in and know me. Just know me. Just do do some background on on who who you're meeting with. One that that's impressive. Know the business that you're that you're that you are speaking to. Well, whatever my business is, you should know something about it. I mean, the one thing about these the, the young kids right now, the access and the resources they have. Yes. Google means I didn't have Google back then, man. <laughs> they have Google now. They can do all. That's impressive. If you can come in, look the part, and ask me direct questions about my business, that means that you've done something. Like you put the work in. Like I, that, for me, just to get in the door. That means a lot. Yeah. No, and, and that's exactly because you, you talked about, you know, the kid that you had lunch with and he asked really good questions because the physical presentation is one thing. Yeah. The overall presentation is a combination of a lot. And to your point, do your research. Yeah. Act like you care that you want to be there because, again, you're slouched and you're just like, yeah, I want to do this. And I talk about myself the yeah. entire time. Nobody wants to hear that. That's right. Do your research. Talk about the person that is giving up their time mm-hmm. to meet with you because you need something yeah. from them. And if you play off like you're just, hey, you owe me and you and you want to do this. Yeah. No. Like I, I remember when I was when I was like getting into the real estate deal, I used to spend three or four days before every like first meeting that I had just researching the one guy that I was meeting with. Mm. So I remember I met with uh the founder of Stream Realty mm. and uh and and I literally walked through the entire journey. I was like, okay, so you know, you started this with, with your buddy Mike and you bought this building back in, you know, 19, uh, you know, 94 and you did this and you did that. How did you get to that? And, but I literally like asked questions, like going through his entire journey and mm. he goes, holy smokes, you did, you did your research. I didn't even know that was out there. I was like, yeah, Google is a powerful yeah, tool, is, man. man. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. And, yeah. and I think millennial, and I keep saying millennials, even what's, what's one millennials, below? Tyler. Yeah. What's yeah. the one below us? Gen Z? Yeah. Gen Z, right? Gen X, Gen Z, what is it? I don't Shit know. Heads. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. oh, hey, gonna, hey, I'll back you. I'll you back you on that one. I'll back you on that one. But right, these this, this younger generation, it's almost like because you haven't had to struggle, you haven't had to work, right? It's been really good. Is you're owed something. Yeah. You're not owed shit. Right. Nobody owes you anything. If someone is generous to give their time to you to meet with you, whether it's potentially hiring you or just giving you advice or connecting you or this, mm-hmm. like act like you give a damn. Yeah. Sit up. We used to do uh in uh college, we went through this academic game plan. It was a really cool program that uh our special teams coach developed and it took Fresno State's graduation rate from like I don't know, 47% up to like 88%, like on the football team. Bro, we had academic (laughs) issues at Fresno. You think? Bro. You guys are eligible to play? No, crazy. But this academic game plan, we use slant, Mm. right? Sit up, lean forward, act attentive, nod, and track, right? right? So doesn't nod start with a K? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Holy cow. No, hey, what was Abilene's graduation Wait rate? A my Lord, stop. Man, stop. in my head, I was like, I'm about to get stop. this stupid coach. You, you know what? That. You should have you should have pushed mute. Hey. And hey. Then, that's what you I said. Know, yeah. text, just to verify. <laughs> Why right, type it out and see if you get the red squiggly lines underneath it? I don't know if you guys knew this, but an exercise science degree is pretty prestigious. <laughs> Holy moly. Oh. Hell, I knew that. Dang it, man. 
I was just looking to, to just oh, get yeah. you there. That was one of those things that like you start to say it and, and it's word vomit. Just trying to like, grab it back. back, back. No, 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 no. That's all right. People know I'm an idiot. You know it's what? Okay. I was impressed that you remember. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. It, it, yeah, there was other stuff. There was like memorization stuff that we did. Yeah, that's really There's good. a whole bunch of stuff that we go through. it. But the whole point of that slant technique is it acts like you look like you care, whether it's a professor mm -hmm. in, in a class, and that's what he was presenting it to us for, or you're in a meeting. Like, and I remember I, I did a, like a, a whole series of meetings in New York a couple times as I was going through the transition. And I remember like, that was the first thing that came into my head mm -hmm. is like, okay, if they get up and move, I'm like following them. Anytime they say something, I'm nodding. Yeah. Because think about the, like the, the nonverbal communication that, that you have with people. If someone is like nodding in agreement, like, you know okay, I feel good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I'm engaged. He's following what I'm saying. And, and again, that first impression of somebody means everything. Like it does. Dude, that's such a good point because I can remember in college, same thing. We didn't have that that acronym or whatever mm. you call it, but it was if the coach is talking, everybody's eyes are up, you're sitting up in your chair, same yeah. thing, same concept. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I remember getting into business after college, and it was the biggest pet peeve of mine when people would be slouching in their yeah. chair or they're on their phone text. That, that mm -hmm. wears me out yep. when people are not showing that they're engaged. Right. And as a presenter, somebody that's taken time yeah. – to put together whatever it is they're presenting, and they're and like you said earlier, they're giving you their time. Mm -hmm. The least That's you can do, yeah. The very least you can do is at least act like you care. Yeah, because yeah. the one thing you, you just said that right now. First of all, it's a lack of respect. Mm -hmm. Secondly, you're taking advantage of my time, and I don't want to waste my time with someone who's asking me for something or is coming to me for for something. Hell, it doesn't change, even when it's myself and I'm running a business. Even when I'm presenting to high school kids or, or, or whomever it may be, I want to look presentable because mm -hmm. I want them to take me serious. Yeah. And I understand all this, you know, you know, millennials and Gen X, we don't need to do this. We don't need to do that, man. Look, I get it. If that's how you feel about things and you want to go that route. But when anytime you're asking or you're trying to get involved you better take it serious enough to where you might get one shot. And I'm going through it right now with, I have a son who's a young entrepreneur. And he's been in the studio world for a long time where they just worked in the studios most of the time. And they worked through late hours. And you didn't have to be dressed up. And you could you know, wear jeans and Sag, your pants can be sagging or whatnot. That's the world. And he's been highly successful in that world. Now he's branching out to be a young entrepreneur. And in doing so, that world is changing. He's coming outside of his bubble. And that's the conversations I'm having with him now as far as now you're presenting to investors who've worked their ass off and who are trying to mitigate risk in investing in who, with your opportunity. First thing you should do, you should absolutely know, like you said, Tyler, know who you're speaking to. Secondly, before you leave that house, your ass better be presentable. Mm -hmm. You better be buttoned up, looked apart, because they're not gonna, I'm not going to invest in slop, and I'm sure they're looking at it the same way. Well, we talk about standing out in a crowded market, right? The cr that, let's yes. use that, that example specifically. If that's what everything, everybody in the studio world is doing, you know, wearing hoodies, sagging their pants, what's the easiest way to stand out? Be presentable. Be bro. presentable. Look different. Yeah. Be yeah. polished. Look yeah. different. Present yourself in a, in a in a respectful way. 
That's an easy step to be able to stand out and, above and others. A real life example of of you is think about the opportunity. Yes, you were one of the best players to ever play mm-hmm. the game. So so I'm not going to take away from that. But why did you have the opportunity to go to ESPN right out, right out of ball? Mm. Because you were polished, not just, not just, yeah. um, hey, your you know, teeth were so white. Well, I mean, but, but you spoke well. And, and right. again, yes. it's not just yes. in appearance. It's, it's how you handle yourself with the Absolutely. media, how you have those conversations, how you how treated you, people. Because yes, like how you talk with the guys in the locker room is very different than what you're going to put on TV. And you right. knew how to flip that switch. But there's a lot of guys that, hey, whoever, how I'm talking to my boys in the locker room is how I'm going to talk on camera. Yeah. And it's like, okay, look, I get the authenticity that you, you've got there, but don't expect ESPN or NFL Network to be lining up That's right. to put you on camera. Right. Because again, mitigate risk. Like mm-hmm. if I'm going to invest in training you, how do I know that you are going to actually present in, in a, in a, in a way that matches our brand, right? Right, because yeah. you are your own brand. We have our brand. If your brand doesn't add value to our brand, then there's there's no need to connect. Absolutely. Yeah. How many guys have you known? Honestly, let's be real here, man. How many guys have you known who are tremendous athletes who should be spokespeople? People, businesses should yeah. be coming to them, yeah. and they can't speak. They can't have a conversation. They can't look you in the eye. Or show up on time. Or show, or or be show up at all. Absolutely. I mean, there's so many athletes who just shoot themselves in the foot. And I'm not saying that you have to speak a certain way or whatnot. But if you want certain things, because the one thing about being an athlete, and we've all been there, it's going to run out. Yep. That clock's going to stop. It's going to stop. So you're, you have a platform if you want to help be, if you want to be a person that wants to do TV or further yourself in business, when, you, when you're at the height of your time, you have resources out there that you can humble yourself with to go get speak, you know, lessons, yep. go, go, go get coaching, yep. go get, you know, get with a suit person to, to, to make you look better or whatnot, yep. be presentable. You have those resources at a time. A lot of these guys don't take advantage of it. And then when the clock stops ticking, and they're 29 years old, and they blow out a knee, and they can't play anymore, then what? Yeah. Then what? No offense. They're not lining up to help you out. Hell no. They're going the opposite direction. Yeah, Yeah, a common thing you can hear, though, and I have my answer for this. I'm just curious what you guys would say. The two things is, number one, well, I'm just being me. Yeah. I'm just being myself. Yeah. And then number two, they'll point at anomalies. Like, well, Mark Zuckerberg wears jeans Mm -hmm. and a T-shirt every day. The Twitter dude wears jeans and a t-shirt every day. Yeah. Why can't I do that? Because he's earned it. Yeah, he's he created a plat. He created a platform that billions of people <laughs> use in his Harvard dorm room. Mm-hmm. So that ain't you. Like you said, that, that right there. You know, that, that right there. That ain't you. You talk about risk mitigation. Yes. Yeah. What's What's more common, Mark Zuckerberg or the everyday average person? Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's and I a reason. Even argue. Every, yeah. So So if you're banking on being Mark Zuckerberg, and so you're just going to wear jeans and a t-shirt every day. You, you got an uphill battle. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you know that if you present yourself in a in a positive way, in a respectful way, that's yeah. gonna give yourself a but lot better. But I would say shot. this as well, man. Look, I'm no Mike, uh, no Zuckerberg. I, I'm it's not Mark Zuckerberg at all, right? And I'm not even thinking that way. But as a black man, and I'll say this: as a black man, I want to be presentable to those that are looking at me, young, the youth in the inner city. I want to be presentable in a way that, hey, look, I'm not a guy that's going to walk in with my pants sagging, wearing a hoodie when I come out and speak to you. 
because I feel like I have an image to portray. Not only the image portrayed, but I want you to take me serious. And I want you to portray some of that same image that I'm portraying here in front of you because the easy way out, man, is just to look. Like you said earlier, Ben, everybody else is doing it. Why can't, why shouldn't I do it? I hear that all the time. Look, you need to stand out. You need to be different than them. And even for the, I'm talking to all the black kids, brown kids that are out there right now, the uphill battle is going to be harder for you. It's going to be harder. It's just, it is just what it is. And, and if you have one advantage that you can take advantage of to level the playing field is be presentable first time out. And I think it's huge for these kids out there to hear that, man, because they, they just, some of them just like, well, I'm just going to wear, I'm like you said, Ben, I'm just going to do me. Well, do you is not going to allow you mm-hmm. to get where you want yeah. to be. Who, who got a hold of you and taught you that? Cause I, I keep going back to the same guy. Yeah. I keep going back to my, my father was presentable when he was when when I was growing up and Lovey Smith, man, taught me more about what perception is, what how people perceive you. Mm-hmm. And if you walk around, we used to have this deal when 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 the coach head coach would walk in, we clap and everybody would do your slant deal. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We didn't yeah. do all that, but it was to sit up in your chair, your eyes forward. You know, that's that's how we yeah. got going. Right. And that's. That was presented to me my first year at Arizona State, and I was like, okay, I, it's a respect deal. Mm-hmm. First of all, I need to pay you respect by, you, by, by sharing your time and sharing your space. Mm-hmm. I'll pay you that respect. And then oh, – go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm going to finish. Yeah, so – and then, it, then however things move forward, they move forward, man. But that first time needs – you need to be really – impressive yeah. to separate yourself. You know what's funny is we have all three pointed at coaches in yeah. our lives that have taught us this thing. So off topic, but just another reason to be involved in team sports, man. No, that's that, so true, that mentorship. Man. Discipline. You know, discipline, discipline. Those things that yeah. it teaches you. Because that's where I learned everything. Now my father was was really good about all this, but my dad, and this is going to sound, this isn't going to sound how I want it to sound. I was in, in a very developmental phase in college, right? And who did I see every single day in college? Coaches. My head football coach. Yeah. My position coach. That's who was in my ear every single day. So they were very instrumental in these thoughts that I have now mm-hmm. because they just happened to catch me in that. Now, obviously, my dad built that foundation for me. But in college, when I, when I went through that, those, for me, five years. <laughs> Seven. Yeah, five and a half. Yeah. That it was the coaches that got a hold of me then and taught me how to do this. These kind of I didn't just know it. It wasn't just instinct. But why? Let me. I, I guess let, let's dig into that because that, that's that's. I don't know. I don't want to get off topic. But is the reason why your coaches were so influential in those moments because you're 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 in your teen years, you're eight, nineteen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old, and you can be molded. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. That's the truth, right? We can be molded in, in those in those yep. years, right? You haven't really taken a hard stance on who you are as okay. a person. But it's also the fear of knowing that there was some punishment that came along hmm. with yeah. you not. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Abiding There's a by level the of rule. fear. There's a For level sure. of fear, right? Damn, I, if I don't do this, if I, if I am late, holy cow. Mm-hmm. If I don't sit up in my seat, not only is he going to yell at me in front of all my peers, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go through this old embarrassment deal. I mean, there's a level of that, mm-hmm. that, that, like you said, the coaches, being around coaches 
that just they mold you in that fashion to say, okay, like this is who you're going to be. And a lot of that, you if you take some of that away, I mean, it it'll I think it benefits you in the long run. Yeah. Instead of just being a guy that's like, ah, fine, I'm give a damn. Well, I mean, fear is is it shouldn't be the only motivator, but it should be a motivator. Yeah. Like I think that it should, whether it's fear of embarrassment, fear of pain, uh, fear of loss. Uh, I mean, I think about the most unproductive times in my life is when I didn't have fear. All right. You know, when mm-hmm. there was not a fear of letting my team down or a fear of letting my coach down or of letting my family down. Right. I think of like portions of right after college before Tiffany and I started dating, like there really wasn't much fear. And I was I was a piece of crap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> because like I didn't care. Right. Right. Like mm-hmm. I really didn't care. And that's and that's why parents have the ability to do so much, right, mm-hmm. in your developmental years is because th- whether they do it now nowadays or not, they have the ability to take something away from you yeah. or cause you pain. Like, you're grounded or you can't do this. Or, you know, if it's age appropriate, you're going to get spanked or right. you're going to, you know, whatever it is, right? Like, there's a level of fear that parents can drive into their kids. But coaches, same deal. And, and to your point, man – because I, I didn't learn how to like dress from football by any no, means. No, like either. that was not that was not the case. But if if I was told from a, a person of authority, so position coach, head coach, special teams coach, counselor, mm-hmm. that I had to do something, and if I didn't, then there would be a a consequence for it that I know that you would carry through with. Right. You better. Better believe I'm doing it, mm-hmm. right? And then on top of that, then there's the own, the fear, you know, internally that I carry about yeah. letting my teammate down, failing, you know, not being the best, all these things. But man, I, it's it's so true. Like the impact that that someone can have on you early on, based off of you know coaching, mentorship, yeah. parenting, yeah. all those things. You know, one of the things too, I could, and I'll just say it, man. One of the things that I was. When I, when I was growing up was, you know, I always wanted to be presentable to the, to the girls. Like, how many times have you seen? Let's just be real. Oh, no, okay. Let's get, let's get into this. That's yeah. why I still got, work I out two, to this day. I got two daughters that only want to wear, like, short shorts. Yeah. And, I mean, let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, as a, as a female, I mean, look, your image, whatever it may be, if you're going to wear something short, short, or, you know, mm-hmm. you, look, we're all men. The men... If there's a man, a man that, or that you're meeting with, the perception is going to be, okay, well, this is what you're presenting. And he's going to be a man. And his eyes are going to wander or whatnot. Is he going to take you serious enough? Mm-hmm. Secondly, when I was, and, I'll, and this is totally different, but when I was a kid and a young man, I just, for women, I wanted to look different yeah. than my buddies. Yeah. Because I... I wanted to meet the ladies, right? I wanted to look yeah. like you understood from early age, standing yeah. out from the crowd. I wanted to be clean, like my, my yeah. all I had, all I could afford was a t-shirt, but that damn t-shirt was iron. Hell yeah, all it was the, those mm-hmm. Dickies. Hey, I don't know if you guys that, know what Dickies hey, were. Nietzsche was looking hey, vicious. And I know, I know Ben and I, Ben and I probably dressed very similarly, very different than Darren. But you know those those Hurley shirts, those puka one, shells, one, hey, one size too small with the puka hey, shells. You you had to really shine those puka shells to make sure I'm they saying. glistened in the sun. That's what I'm saying. Them ladies love that. T- Tight, <laughs> they're really that tight, really early tight or uh, choker <laughs> necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it got him going. 
but it wasn't just that. Like yeah. what I wore, man, it was like my whole makeup, man. I wanted to look like I wanted to work out. I wanted. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us. I mean, I guess I, I don't know who else I'm speaking for, but for for self, man, I just want to look good. Yeah, you do look good. I yeah. try to, man. Yeah, I, but I wanted to look good for because I wanted to represent myself that way. I wanted to represent my family the right way. Yeah. And then, hey, there, there were motives behind it as there well. Was, if there was additional benefits, <laughs> yeah. I was going to partake. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, I heard you wrong, right? I thought you wanted to talk about the ladies. And, and I'm not in a position of authority or experience to speak on it. But I will share just my, my two senses as a father of two daughters. Is it's, you, you have it harder than anybody Yep you know, on the other Absolutely. side, right? Absolutely. Because, because there's, there's a level, right? There's a level of too much and then there's level of too little. And my, my thing with women and, and uh, Tiffany is the perfect example. Like she always looks buttoned up and mm-hmm. presentable, but she doesn't look like she's trying too hard. She's very conservative with her body. Right. And the biggest thing just, and, and this is, I can say this because I'm a guy and I always considered myself to be a very good guy that mm. respected women yeah. is, and I was a freaking dog. Mm. Like the thoughts that went through my head yeah. with the girls and literally I could not have ever had a conversation with you. I don't know what your family background mm-hmm. is. I don't know what, I don't know anything about you, but how I thought about girls that dress a certain way mm-hmm. versus another way completely different. Mm-hmm. So my, my advice to girls is look like the, the, the culture right now is, is show your body, be proud of your body. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm, I'm, I'm look, I get it, mm-hmm. but just understand how the male mind thinks. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a level there that you need to key. And again, like I'm probably going to hear crap for this for sure, mm-hmm. but like you need to keep something, something to the imagination, yeah. right? Like right. there's a level because yeah, you respect yourself, respect your body, love your body. That's 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 all yeah. great. I get it, but that's not how a guy takes it. That's right. right. A and guy it's, and takes vice it versa. very different. And vice versa. Yeah. Guys should do the same damn thing mm-hmm. instead of wearing your shirt all the way buttoned all the way down to your, <laughs> your navel and show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Guys should take that the same advice yeah. you just said for yeah. for a young lady. Yeah. Guys, I mean, how many guys do you see wearing these baggy ass pants and their asses are showing? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. What is the reason for that? And I'll tell you this. It's not more comfortable. I know that. It's not. It's It's actually more work to try to keep them from falling all the way down. I mean, to your point, man, there are so, in today's world, women have really, I mean, as far as a C-suite level, there should be so many more women. Yeah. I mean, there's a a huge transformation. And I'm so proud of it, man, because women are the best leaders, dude. Hands down. Hell, my my house is led by a woman. My, our business right now that we're in right now yeah. is led by a woman, and they do great jobs, right? Yeah. Unbelievable jobs. But you're right, man. You 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 hit it just right. It goes across the board. Being presentable mm-hmm. and and taking out all the what ifs mm-hmm. in the situation. Mm-hmm. Just be presentable, and you don't get the what right. ifs. Yeah. And another thing, it takes a lot more effort, but I I certainly like and want to touch on is being in shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not saying you got to be jacked and tan and all that good stuff, but at I mean, least it helps. It's, yeah, it helps. It's kind of what you're saying. At least be in shape. And, and, and from a look standpoint, you look like you take care of your health. Mm-hmm. That is so powerful because yeah. think about the person that looks fit. You know they know how to grind yeah. and they know how to work yeah. because it, you're, you don't get fit just overnight. 
Right. right? So Darren, now you can't maybe admit this legally, but if two people walk in for and asking you for money, one of them's fit, the other one's overweight. Yeah, Just subconsciously, yeah, on, who are don't you? Don't violate any labor laws. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is <a> purely hypothetical. <laughs> subconsciously, who are you more attracted to? The well, fit person the or the, yeah. right. Well, it's yeah. the point I said about movies, yeah. right? It's that who, who would you rather work with? Like mm-hmm. someone that is, is enjoyable and, you know, to look at. Yeah, right. absolutely. That's mm-hmm. just naturally, that's what we're drawn to. So like to deny that and say, no, 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 no. It's only on credentials. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If someone is easier to look at, like literally uh, my coach who works for a, one of the, it, the largest uh, consulting firm on the planet. Right. Mm-hmm. And, Literally, one of our first conversations was he's like, "All right, well, how's how's your fitness?" Mm. It's like it's all right. I mean, it's it's dropped off since full. He goes, "Why?" I was like, "Ah, I was just too busy." He goes, "You realize how many opportunities like you're losing yes. if you're not taking care of your body?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "What the hell does that mean?" Like, I'm pretty good at real estate. Like, I'm learning really fast, mm-hmm. and like it's been it's been really mm-hmm. good. And he goes, "Here's the reality, Tyler, is that." People want to work with people they like to look at. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. And this is coming from someone who's advising Fortune 5, Fortune 10, Fortune 50 companies. Yeah, but beyond the even look, even deeper than that, just think about how much commitment it takes to be fit. Yeah. You've got to think about your food. Yeah, and I'm not saying you're a good-looking guy. No, yeah, I know what you're saying. But But I don't want to lose the aspect of it's a commitment to be fit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That that is a daily choice you make. And if you can prove that you can do that, think about all the other things that yeah. you can do. For and that, me. but that's the point he's making is what what somebody that is polished, put together, fit the whole package is together. What does that say about them and their character and their work ethic? That yeah. says more than whatever you could put on yeah. a resume. Yeah. As we wrap up, let's let's you know again we're trying to talk to the maybe they just graduated mm-hmm. and they're looking for their first job, especially with COVID. You know that that's a little bit harder to come by right now. It's a little bit weird. So what practical things can people do if they're listening to this and they're in that situation? I mean, we've, uh, we've touched on a lot of it, but let's, let's just button it up. Hey, take a look. I, my deal is take a, look at it, take a hard look at yourself. And I always say you guys know me, and I talk about being selfish all the time. Like, because if you don't love you, you're not gonna, people ain't going to love you. you got to love mm-hmm. yourself, right? So the first thing you should do is take a look at yourself. And whatever your makeup is, if, if you, you know, Ben, if you're, you're right, if you need to work out, Get that workout in. If you need to be more buttoned up, you know, be presentable to to those because you're representing not only yourself, but I always have this deal about representing my family. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to represent my family as well in, in in the right way. So just take a hard look at yourself. Mm-hmm. Be selfish. Be selfish in the fact that you need to maybe you need to clean up. Maybe you need to go buy some new shoes. Maybe you need to do some things because. If you're asking for something, you better be presentable because you get one shot. It's right. a one shot world yeah. in, in that situation. Effort doesn't cost money. No. Effort doesn't take any talent. Yeah. Right? You can easily control how you present yourself. That's, that's you exactly don't have to have right. a lot of money to do it. Yeah. yeah. You can comb your hair, you can shave your face, you can put on whatever is the best mm-hmm. that you have. Yeah. And just the way you carry yourself. Yeah. And and I want to piggyback on on both of those is you know yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Understand but know where you want to go. Yep. Okay. And then, and then do a little bit of research on what it takes to get there. Because here's the thing is you're not going to set a new trend and you're not going to set a new standard on what it looks like to be presentable mm-hmm. at 22 years old coming out of college. Right. Right. Like you can be a TikToker, You can be all these other things. Right. And you can have all these followers, but 
There are standards that have been set for a reason. So understand what it takes to get there and realize that you're not the exception. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Understand that there are steps that you've got to do. You know, yes, physically present yourself well. Um, Do your preparation. Present Mm-hmm. after preparing for the meeting yeah. don't don't just show up and give the impression to somebody that you just you just showed up yep. whether by how you look how you've prepared so understand where you want to go and what it's going to take to get there look then you get there then you're the ceo dude you could create whatever exactly. standards you want yeah. right whatever presentation you know whether dress code what, whatever you want to do mm-hmm. but you've got to get there so understand so what drives me crazy is I don't want to hear you bitch about you don't get this, you don't get that. When you show up with baggy pants yeah. or you know, or you show up with a super, super short skirt yeah. or, you know what I mean? Like understand how to get to where you're going to go. And it just takes a little preparation. Yeah. 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 Zach Bitter on, on an earlier episode said 99% of the work has already been done when I show up for race day. Mm-hmm. And I think that applies here. Yes. Yeah, that's so true. What you're talking about, Tyler, yeah. is such an awesome point of – do your work. Do the preparation. Because 99% of the job is done before that first interaction. That's right. 2121 is off to a good start, boys. I like it. Yep. Yeah, we appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, we'll see you next week.